Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 32, The Enemy Within. Okay, interns, this session is going to be over self-sabotage and if you're wondering what that means it is basically behaviors and thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do is you destroying or demolishing something (laughs) within you (laughs) within you yes and so you you probably ask yourself why would I do that and we all do (laughs) I did it last night (laughs) (laughs) I knew good and well that I need to hang my laundry up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it tomorrow. Sabotaging myself because now I'm sleepy and I don't want to do it when I get home. <laughs> it be like that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, we do it like very subtly. And it's like, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, it don't always have to be something major. I, I do think people think of self-sabotage as like I have messed up my entire life and mm-hmm. I mean that is a level yes the mm-hmm. utmost level but it can be something small like as simple as okay well I'm gonna go eat this oatmeal cream pie when I know I ain't <laughs> supposed to be eating it y'all know I have an issue with food so I don't <laughs> you know <laughs> so your your example is gonna, always gonna be related to food probably <laughs> you know one of the biggest adult self-sabotages in history I'm gonna get gas in the morning oh gosh yes <laughs> Yes, that It'd is be like, well, I ain't got no choice because I do not get gas at night. I don't have time to be shooting people. So I got to get it when it's broad daylight. Yeah, but see, that's the one day mm-hmm. that your makeup don't do right. Your hair don't do right. Mm-hmm. You exercise too long. You slept too long. Mm-hmm. You went to bed late. You need to iron your clothes. Yeah. You forgot to fix your lunch. Mm-hmm. As long as I got 20 miles. I can get to work. <laughs> I know exactly how many miles, and that's with traffic. As yeah. long as I got 20 miles worth of gas, that's I can so get to work. Funny. But see, it's, it's, <laughs> them, it's those times in, you got traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm saying and, that's with traffic. Now, that's what I'm saying. That's it's, it's those times you got traffic and you got to sit in traffic and you don't have, you got to wait mm-hmm. longer than 20 miles. <laughs> I got a space car. So it shuts itself off when it's been idling too long. Oh, so <laughs> come on, car. Them, you come on, car. Elon Musk cars. <laughs> them eco-friendly. Okay. <laughs> well, I wish I had an Elon Musk car. Come on, Tesla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please sponsor. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think like as far as mundane everyday stuff, that's probably one of the biggest self-sabotages that I do. Ah, I'll do it in the morning. I'll get up early. Mm-hmm. That one or when people say, okay, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. No, start your diet today. 
Because mm-hmm. now you about to eat a whole bunch of stuff that now you got to lose start. that weight too. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> It'd be way too much. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm going to tell you one of the things that initially I felt like I was self-sabotaging is when I went natural. Mm-hmm. Because now I don't have a perm and I can't like just, you know, go freely. Yeah. <laughs> like I you got to do you this. Can, but it's a process. Yeah. You got to do this good old wet and wash. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> wash and go. <laughs> Lord, As you said you wet and wash. I was thinking wet and wild. <laughs> As you see, I don't do it quite often. That's why I have a hairstylist. <laughs> yes. Well, why do y'all think people sabotage? Like what's the common reason behind it? I think it comes from a, a bunch of different reasons. But mm-hmm. if I had to like pick one, well, I guess let me qualify. Are you talking like major life self-sabotage or like Whatever. little small self-sabotages? Whichever you want to answer. Okay. An overall general answer, I would say because we're not disciplined. I think because we're in the land of air quotes free, um, we feel like, you know, we can just kind of do whatever we want to do when we want to do it. If we want to procrastinate, we, we we can, we will, and we do. Without mm-hmm. repercussion. Mm-hmm. We we witnessed that on the 6th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Didn't true. quite work out like they thought it was going to work out, but we witnessed that on the 6th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say fear of failure is another one. So if I just don't do, then it's easier to, you know, kind of justify in my head because I didn't actually mm-hmm. fail at the thing because I didn't do said thing. Mm-hmm. I, and, and then the opposite, I would say fear of success. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because can I maintain it? Mm-hmm. So if I do it, can I continue to perform at that level? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with, with all of those. I think to a certain degree, it ends up creating some type of self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know, and you just you ride it without <laughs> mm-hmm. without any type of checks and balances. And then you end up with self-sabotage and you destruct destructive to yourself you're destructive to those around you and whatever your game plan was and then you kind of feel like you can't get past it mm-hmm. yeah so for uh the interns that don't know what self-fulfilling prophecy is <laughs> do you mind giving a psych 101 lesson today sure so self-fulfilling prophecy is going to be where you think something and then you end up setting yourself up to fulfill that like it's literal this one is literal so say it could even be like somebody told you these things growing up so someone always told you that you were never gonna amount to nothing you were never gonna be nothing so then you start to internalize that you start to think that about yourself that's what internalize means and then you start doing things that line up with that till one day you really don't end up being nothing you have self-sabotaged yourself and created a self-fulfilling prophecy Mm-hmm. Good job. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> and those behaviors can, they usually stem from a root issue. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it can be uh, that you grew up in a neglectful home. It could be you had a addictive uh, parent or parents. Mm-hmm. It could be that you had to step in the place of a parent. Um those are the three big ones that I can think of. You are some type of trauma, yeah. which mm-hmm. all of those are some type of trauma. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. From those roots that we just identified, you can develop 
uh, behaviors like one of them being procrastination. Mm hmm. And if you don't know what procrastination is, is like Dr. Wall said in the beginning, um, you're, you're delaying something that you need to go ahead and do like right now. <laughs> yep. You know, this would be like the person that crams and, you know, studies for the test the night before. Mm-hmm. Or they have a paper due at midnight and they starting on it at literally the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, the thing is, you don't usually notice it until it becomes chronic. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like you start flunking out of school and yeah. you realize that yeah I've been procrastinating I've been studying like I should I've been either waiting until the night before or I'll you know read over it right before the test mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just getting by mm-hmm. yeah this reminds me of when I was in undergrad I took a class called self-deception and um, one of the things that it did talk about was procrastination, which is, you know, just a, f- a form of self-sabotage. And in that class, you know, one of the major kind of themes was we self-deceive and we, you know, self-sabotage because, um, you know, we want to be able to blame external factors mm-hmm. for why we didn't succeed versus blaming internal drives and you know like well it was because my homegirl called me and she needed to talk about her boyfriend and I just had to be there for her that's why I couldn't study for my test you Mm -hmm. know so it's much easier for us to do that versus Mm -hmm. saying like no I wasn't gonna study anyway and we just (laughs) that I mean that justification is real Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) why you end up eating all them cookies sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's girl scout season so i was like that's you know i got to put yourself on a budget yeah of cookies. <laughs> that's funny yeah. <laughs> yes shout out to the caramel delights aka samoas <laughs> i like those samoas mm, thin mints in the freezer yeah mm. my mom eats well she can't no more but she eats those like that yeah. oh man it's not I like, like all of them i used to be a girl scout I'm not so. i was a brownie person. High five. <laughs> Were you a girl scout? No. No. She's like, <laughs> no. I was a brownie. I don't like those uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> I did all of them. Daisy Brownie, Junior seat. I did all of them. Yeah, I stopped after Brownie, but mm-hmm. oh, girl scout. Sorry, guys. We went on a little tangent. <laughs> you can little, tell we like little cookies. nostalgic moment there. <laughs> well, another example of self sabotage is fear of intimacy, like Dr. Strickland brought up before. Mm-hmm. You um, may pick fights without any reason. You withhold expression of affection or even cheat. That fear of commitment. You know, and I think that fear of commitment, of course, I'm not going to say everything is always boiled back to trauma, but a lot of things are. And of course, trauma is a very wide umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely think it kind of speaks to that, you know, that fear of being hurt mm-hmm. so it you know, it's always a self-protective kind of thing so if I don't do then I can't be held accountable mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. yep can you say rigid boundaries yes mm-hmm. and that's why if you are a person listening and you've been cheated on don't take on that responsibility of it being your fault if you're in a relationship and the relationship is a bad relationship, yes, there is a percentage that both people put in to make the relationship bad. Mm-hmm. However, there's nothing you can do to make someone cheat on you. Just like it's nothing you can do to make someone hit you. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I think people get into those situations because the only option that they are giving themselves is to stay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is a reality that says y'all jokers don't belong together. Oh God. So <laughs> please listen it. to that reality. You know, please listen yeah. to that reality. And you know, another note, when you do find yourself self-sabotaging in relationships, it's important that you realize that this is a self problem, but it ends up affecting those around you. And if you know you can't do it, you can't hack it, then don't do it or go into it um, communicating effectively. Say, hey, I got commitment issues. I'm not going to be committing to you. So when that becomes too much for you, you let me know we can go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. However, how many people really do that? Right. <laughs> you be in a, a relationship with a whole F boy and yeah. you didn't know he was an F boy because mm-hmm. he playing the part. His yep. representative is mm-hmm. who you've been dating. Exactly. So, or so F know, girl. True. <laughs> yeah, because they exist too. Yes. So know who you're dating, know why you're dating, and know your know your end goal. Yeah, is this friends with benefits? Yeah. Is this courtship, you know, mm-hmm. where the expectation is to go towards some sort of, you know, exclusive, you know, monogamous relationship? Mm-hmm. Is the goal marriage? You know, mm-hmm. date with intent, mm-hmm. whatever the intent is. Yes, because yes. yes. the intent may not always be to end up at the altar. Oh no, no, or no, no. courthouse, whichever you choose. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with both of you guys. The intent is just being honest with mm-hmm. what the intent is. Yeah, you know, if you just want to have uh, relations with a person, then that's that, okay. So what? And, and there it, are other people out here who want to have relations. Tons. So, but know yourself, because I yeah. know a lot of people. Because I, I counsel in this area, and I had to tell them, you're not cut out for casual. You're right. not. Right. You over here. You got whole feelings. Mm-hmm. Whole <laughs> not feelings. whole feelings. <laughs> not just not just a partial whole feelings. <laughs> and this person is over here telling you they just want to, you know, do some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just want to come through quarter after two that yes. part <laughs> that's yes. it that's so funny i was it, my fiance and i <laughs> were watching <laughs> we're watching some movie last night the girl was like waiting on the guy to like call her she was like waiting by her phone and like he called her after like 12 o'clock and was like i want to come and see you and this this that and the other i told uh my fiance i was like that wouldn't have never happened with me Mm-mm. you don't come over my house after 12 o'clock ain't nothing open but legs after 12 o'clock and my legs was not getting ready to be open so that would not have been me <laughs> <laughs> he was he looked at me he was like i know <laughs> well at least he understood mm-hmm. but you know that character you know that is what we talk about self-sabotage mm-hmm. like you're putting yourself in a position to possibly be hurt Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting there waiting by the phone with the anticipation and expectation that this person is going to call and on top of that, want to see you. Mm-hmm. And then whatever you've built up in your head on what that interaction is going to be, that versus one, having this discussion before it even, mm-hmm. you know, gets to that point where you're just sitting waiting by the phone. Yeah. Now, hopefully this was an older movie. I don't know. It was something on Prime. So oh, okay, because I was like, how many people still got a landline? Well, no, it was a cell phone. Oh, it was a cell phone. Yeah. Okay, I was like, oh. I was like, dang, she was really waiting by the phone. Yeah, she was really <laughs> waiting because you can take your phone everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so another self sabotaging behavior is lack of self worth. So when a person has lack of self worth or self compassion, you don't feel worthy of success, recognition, or happiness that 
all of the success would bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel like you're worthy of that. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that, you know, that kind of speaks to that imposter syndrome. You know, I that. talk about that one next. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, you kind of believe that you're fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I believe that about myself, then, you know, I'm going to do things that kind of don't put me in the limelight that let allow me to stay in the background because I don't even believe in my own skill. Mm-hmm. That comparison will get you every time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It will. I think uh, comparison is the a silent killer to self-esteem. Uh, joy. Men- yes, joy. <laughs> mental mm-hmm. stability. I think people, at least in this country, have gone so long with it, it's supposed to be one way. They don't realize that, okay, I can make a different way. And that's what works for me. And that's um, how I choose to live my life. That's also why you get the the amount of hate that we have been seeing is because too many people is in too many other people's business instead of minding their own, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. I'm busy, you know, looking at my book, but at the same time, I'm trying to lean over <laughs> and see, see what you reading, mm-hmm. what you got, which that story may not be for you. It's or not. this may not be the season for you to read this book. Yes. <laughs> Those parts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the, probably one of the biggest pieces is like, you know, everything's a build up, you know, on the previous is the same as you for some. OK, and we're talking about averages here, but you crawl before you walk, you walk before you run. And sometimes the person that's already running, that's where they are supposed to be based off what's happening in their, in their life. And mm-hmm. you're still at the you still at the scooting stage, <laughs> not yeah. scooting. or doing the army crawl you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you haven't gotten to the point where your your legs are steady yet so that Mm -hmm. you can run Mm -hmm. but like you know like both of you guys were saying that comparison thing will make you believe you were supposed to be at a specific stage and that because i'm not there then i'm doing something wrong and see that's how imposters are born Mm -hmm. because you think you're supposed to be there because of the expectations that people have put on you you think in your head that you are not able to be there but Mm -hmm. you try to fake it until you make it Mm -hmm. that fake it until you make it stuff is not healthy no (laughs) and that's a common thing that we talk about in therapy is the imposter syndrome and comparison and things like that and I'm like who told you that's how you your life was supposed to go mm-hmm. and then you have people chasing after whatever that thing is they get it then they don't even want it mm-hmm. they don't even mm-hmm. like it and I was like see you shouldn't have been minding other people business you should have been minding I yours I went and got a master's degree in basket weaving and I'm <laughs> <laughs> not basket weaving <laughs> and I'm you know I think I'm gonna go back and get my doctorate in neuroscience oh Okay, that's well, a whole different yeah. spectrum. How in the world did you get to basket weaving? Right. First of all, you got to go back and get that masters. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> a double masters because they not they not gonna take you, sis. Right. Okay. But you know, I hear that a lot about in in session pe- individuals that have gone back to school for something and then, but it's like they're not working in the thing that they went back to school for mm-hmm. and it's like well why did you go back to school for that thing from the get-go mm-hmm. if that wasn't a true passion for you or a real viable career option why in the world are you even pursuing it at all 
See, that's that's when people are living based on the expectations of other people and trying to put up this perfectionism persona Mm -hmm. that I can do it. I'm smart enough to do it, which you may be smart enough to do, but that may not be what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's still self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. I know. Good when things you... can be sabotage. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And I was thinking when you said perfectionism, you know, that is a huge self-saboteur. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've talked about this in previous sessions before, that perfection doesn't truly exist. No. So unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just anxiety wrapped up in belief. Yeah. When you get to a place in your life when somebody asks you a question and you can be like, I don't know, I don't have enough information one way or the other, you in a good spot then. Because the, the natural inclination is to be to come across as if you know it all. Mm-hmm. I only know what I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And please inform me because I'm okay with learning. So if you can share your information with me, I can share my information with you. We got a good dialogue going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so many ways to sabotage Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me count okay (laughs) oh how i sabotage thee (laughs) let me count the ways go ahead poets (laughs) yeah you know just thinking about all of the different types of ways that you know like we've already been talking about and what's to come that a person can simply get in their own way is mind-boggling you know and then on how many different levels it can happen and how subtly and how quickly Mm -hmm. you know it's it's such an internal unconscious process because most of the time this is not stuff that you know people are going to be sitting around thinking you know how i'm going to (laughs) (laughs) self-sabotage not unless you get a personality disorder yeah now then yeah that's a different beast yeah you know but no one's sitting around thinking I think I'm going to tell my partner that I have no trust issues, but really have them. I mean, nobody's going to do that, you know, but if you don't sit and really kind of think about your behavior, think about how your behavior affects you, the people around you and start making some serious change on that, this will become, I mean, it will become part of your character. Mm hmm. Yeah, because a lot of times people don't even realize they're self-sabotaging, you know, mm-hmm. it's because it was funny because a lot of this week, I don't know why I talked to people about self-sabotaging. <laughs> and when I pointed it out, it was like a light bulb went off. They didn't even realize it was self-sabotage. I'm like, how did you not? OK, OK, OK. That's, like, oh, that's what you pay me for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I had to get that check reality check real quick oh oh, that's why because they're here okay so you know they don't even usually know that Mm -hmm. you're doing it Mm -hmm. yeah I had a young guy like that uh, a few weeks back and I told him I said so this what we doing now we just sabotaging ourselves and he's talking about I am not sad you literally are you just gave Mm -hmm. me the definition yeah I was like (laughs) you said this is what you wanted to do this is what you did did you get closer or further away from the thing that you wanted he talking about further <laughs> i said okay then i said why are you arguing with me i said this is your session do you know i said like, you don't want me to hold you accountable no more he's like you right I, w- I was offended and i i didn't i didn't process that well i said okay well that's your stuff not mine now come on mm. <laughs> mm. 
Let's not get into that. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. I'm like, is Mercury in retrograde or is it a full moon this week or something? Because <laughs> it's coming up. I mean, we did just enter into Aquarius. So, you Because know. I'm like, babe, bad this week. <laughs> yeah. They've been on some other levels. And people are stressed out because of many things. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But if you're stunted in like areas of um, love, success, joy, being content and peace, you're probably self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if you feel stuck, mm-hmm. stagnant, mm-hmm. you are more than likely self-sabotaging. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what is y'all's self-sabotaging thing that y'all do? Mm. It don't have to be a major one. It can be a uh-huh. minor one. Gotcha. <laughs> Look, I already told you my first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get gas in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, let me think. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us, Dr. Wild Yule, so I can think of mine. <laughs> well, I'll do one when I was younger. I don't really battle this one anymore, but um, I am someone who really had to like work through daddy issues and because of like the abandonment and the rejection of that I would just be void of emotion so I wouldn't let anybody get really close to me I would be super loving and attentive and a super giver to them but I really wouldn't let anybody do that to me and Mm -hmm. so it it makes you feel very lonely in the midst of being surrounded by people now that's not something I currently battle no more because that was too much work and I was like I gotta get some better boundaries <laughs> healthy <laughs> and then you realize okay I'm just I'm perpetuating the cycle that I've already experienced and I, I think I understand it I got a t-shirt a couple scars wounds I don't need no more mm-hmm. um but I would say probably now self-sabotage um will probably be making myself too busy to do the things that I really need to do mm mm-hmm. it's like oh my god it's coming let me do something else so I'm working on like calming myself down being focused being centered because it'll be very easy to sabotage the things that I'm working on sabotage the things that we're all working on just because you get in your own way Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of the sheer volume yeah Mm. okay it's a lot on our shoulders Mm -hmm. what they say heavy is the What's that saying? The where's the crown? Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I'm sitting up here trying to think about my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Let's see. So how do I self-sabotage? Um, if anything, I think I probably do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that I can, I have a lot of things. And if I really focused I have the time to dedicate to all of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm, you okay. know, um, because I think sometimes I tell myself that I'm resting or I'm recuperating when in reality, I just don't want to do the stuff that I need to be doing. It's very Aries of you. <laughs> <laughs> y'all i still can't think of anything um Mm, that's a self-sabotage in itself (laughs) but i can't i'm trying to think (laughs) i am very out uh, out out of touch so so let me rephrase it what is a way that you put your own stumbling blocks in front of yourself see i've worked a lot 
on myself. It can be an old one. We don't have to be a currently active one. I would, mine would have to be spiritual. It would have to be when I felt like God wasn't answering my prayers. I would like be mad at God and I would tell him like, I don't want to talk to you because you're not talking to me anyway, Mm. which could be sabotaging because I could reap that, (laughs) Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, and he could be talking to you and he could, he's just not doing it the way you want it. Exactly. And so because I, that's it, because I expected him to talk to me or answer it in a certain way. And he may not had, um, I was not open and or listening for the answer in a different way mm-hmm. or a different answer. I and I used to tell people all the time, God is always working on my faith and my patience. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just stubborn and not listening. That I, <laughs> see, I wasn't blaming me. It was, it was God's fault. <laughs> see, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I do think that's common though. Not accepting ownership. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, that goes back to that. It's easier to blame external factors as to why something is not happening versus really sitting down and looking at yourself and saying, no, I did that. Mm -hmm. You know, I made that choice. I put this, you know, roadblock or this obstacle in my own way. I accepted these behaviors. I accepted this Mm -hmm. treatment. I accepted this. Or I allowed certain things to kind of play out the way that they did. I didn't step up and do this. You know, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to say it was somebody else or something else. Mm -hmm. So that then I don't have to introspect or look inward to make any changes. Because it wasn't me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It makes you wonder why people don't see how necessary it is to admit faults admit wrongs like what do you think is going to happen to you if you admit it like what are you really losing Mm -hmm. I know superficially Mm -hmm. what we're losing Mm -hmm. you know it's you know the prestige of being right all the time but in reality like when you sit down and really think about it what are you missing what are you losing nothing Mm -hmm. I feel like what I what I'm losing when I'm when I admit to what I'm whatever thing is I'm losing the heaviness which is peaceful. Mm-hmm. I want to lose the heaviness, you mm-hmm. know, cause I, and I lose that, uh, persona of being an imposter. Mm-hmm. The ego, mm-hmm. that ego be, whoo, be right. And pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a self-sabotage mm-hmm. pride. That That's why I was telling y'all, like, I've been working on myself a lot because now please don't hear me say that I do not have self-sabotaging behaviors now and that I didn't have them in the past because I definitely did. I have paid a lot of attention to me and how me affect other people. And so I, not that I'm perfect and not that I've arrived and, you know, completed that task of, you know, Mm self-awareness, but even when I offend someone, I can hear it as it's coming out of my <laughs> mouth. I I can definitely hear it now. It it used to be that I wasn't able to. I would just be rude to you and just be like, whatever. Yeah. But now I'm connected to it and more aware of it and be like, oh, that came out strong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Even if we are arguing, I can wheel it back and say, I'm sorry. 
I, I, that was rude. That was unnecessary. But then I do mean this. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you can still have your moment of raising your voice or doing whatever you're doing. But I think it is important that you not tear down somebody you care about. And that's just, you have to unlearn some things, reprogram yourself. Mm-hmm. That's necessary. Growth. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I do think it's important that we give some ways to combat self-sabotage or some strategies. Um, So one of the ones that I found was to prioritize one-time behaviors so that it can reduce your stress over time. If you prioritize, it gives you opportunity to, you know, not do the things that don't need to be done, (laughs) which is self-sabotaging. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of goes back to that. I remember that Eisenhower Mm -hmm. uh, square that we talked about Mm. a few sessions ago. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be if you were going to kind of piggyback that on to what you Mm -hmm. just said, that would be an option on how to keep things on track so that you you know, delete the stuff that doesn't need to be done. You do the things that need to be done in the in the moment and you plan or delegate the stuff, you know, as necessary. Yeah. And I also think that comes with making sure you implement different things in your life, like self-care, time for self-care, time for, uh, you know, studying, time for doing business work and, you know, things like that. Because if you're only working, and going home or going only going to school and going home then you're not allowing yourself to have the freedom to enjoy life so when so then you do it at the wrong time Mm -hmm. I would also say that find whatever tool is appropriate for you you can't keep all things in your head at all times so Mm -hmm. you know if you need a digital planner if you need a calendar system if you need if you're more you know hands-on so you need a paper and pen so that you can physically write things down Mm -hmm. if you need to have a schedule you know find whatever tool is going to be best for you that may be google alerts on your phone Mm -hmm. hey Mm -hmm. i was about to say but i know how phones be listening all the time (laughs) hey g-o-o-g-l-e uh, if your phone would have turned on i would have been like uh-uh no <laughs> <laughs> you know something like set i because i have done this set a reminder to put your gym clothes in the trunk when you get home yeah mm-hmm. you know use your resources yeah i don't know why we feel like we got to do everything by ourselves the hard way mm-hmm. i don't want to do nothing else hard right right <laughs> right i'm at the point in my life i need things to be easier mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Um, another one that we, uh, came up with was to learn to love things incrementally. And that way you're not focused on the big picture all the time. Yeah. Make your game plan for the big picture, but then work your sub steps. Mm -hmm. That way you're not overwhelmed. (laughs) The fear of failure is not coming up because you're not even focusing on the end result. You're focusing on the step that you're currently on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. smart goals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I learned about that recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is the realistic and measurable part mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and, and don't overwhelm yourself don't give yourself five steps and you and you already know you're a procrastinator so you need to do one step <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. speaking of procrastinator also come up with strategies that combat avoidance and procrastination like you need to have some go-to things that you just be like we're not doing that Mm-hmm. that yeah. is so important yeah because <laughs> what i'm thinking in there identify what you dislike what you enjoy because if you don't enjoy something 
or you feel like it's, oh my God, I got to do, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to do it. Your motivation to complete that task or whatever it is, is going to be super low and mm-hmm. you will just continue to put it off, put it off, put it off. So find ways to either incorporate things that you do enjoy mm-hmm. or just completely switch, you know, that if you can switch that whole task for something else and swap it out. Yeah. So an example of that would be if you have made a goal to work out at least three times a week. Well, if you're a person that don't like to go to the gym, if you are trying to force yourself to go to the gym, that goal is going to be short lived. Mm-hmm. If But if you like to dance, you can find YouTube videos and dance around your house. Yep. So, or just dance. Or just you yeah. sweat. Exactly. For 30 minutes or more. <laughs> <laughs> At least three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Another tool that I used in that category, and I just realized this growing up, was that I would, the thing that I didn't want to do, I would do it first. Mm-hmm. And yep. then the thing that I wanted to do, that would be my reward. So, like, if I got home, I would immediately do homework. Mm-hmm soon as I hit the door Mm-mm, I gotta go do homework because then I want to go watch Steve Urkel or whatever was coming on at mm-hmm. that time in my life um you you just have to you're kind of tricking yourself but you're really not because you're you're making strategies that are going to benefit you in the long run yeah I, I do that with the eating <laughs> eat your Brussels sprouts first <laughs> and things is nasty what <laughs> I love Brussels they, sprouts. Y'all know I got bitter issues right now in my life. My <laughs> my, my tongue like has not cabbage. returned to me yet. For all y'all that have followed us for a while, y'all know that I'm a recent breast cancer survivor. So my taste buds are not my own. So right now it's bitter. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Messed gotcha. me up. No, but like while I have severely cut this out of my diet, I won't say eliminated. I will just say <laughs> severely cut. Um, I do love bread. I grew up eating bread with literally just about every single meal. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Popeye biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, you don't got to think about it now. <laughs> now she can't even finish her thoughts. <laughs> but I love Popeye's, as an adult, I love Popeye's biscuits. Mm-hmm. But when I was a child, one of my favorite things, so... um my father was kind of primarily the cook when mm-hmm. my when my parents were married and um he would make either lemon poppy seed muffins <laughs> blueberry muffins or like these apple streusel muffins and like in reality these are like breakfast foods mm-hmm. but we're having that like just daily mm-hmm. <laughs> with dinner um so i am the type where i will eat all my food and then i will eat <laughs> your muffin my muffin my bread or so that was what. your dessert uh-huh and i still do that now like if like several weeks ago like we went my husband and i went to um i think it was golden chick of some sort and i ate my whole thing and then i ate my roll i do that too <laughs> But and, it'd be so good. Yeah. And if it's Popeye's, you know, you put the honey on there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. definitely I'm eating my biscuits last at Popeye's. Now, make sure they warm a little bit because, you know, Popeye's oh, yeah. biscuits will choke you. <laughs> 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 they are a little dense and thick. <laughs> thick with two C's. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, you know, we talk about finding ways uh-huh. to find in, if you put the enjoyable thing, mm-hmm. you know, last or you know put the more difficult thing first so i'm gonna go ahead and eat my food and then i'm gonna save the thing that i want Mm -hmm. at the end make it feel good it do 
like that last little bit of mac and cheese. Mm, the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got them over here uh reminiscing on food together. <laughs> we are we're gonna get it together y'all so two more so the next one is understand your seemingly irrelevant decisions and with this this is important because a lot of times people are like oh i just messed up i shouldn't have did that no sometimes you need to like track why am i doing this like am i feeling something come up am i being triggered or am i just following old you know patterns like you have to kind of go there on something so that you can create a less destructive path Mm -hmm. mistakes are made and proven to be lessons that we learn from so it's good so if you make the mistake and you then think about oh man I shouldn't have did that and you feel that guilt that's fine guilt can be a healthy emotion if you utilize it the way it's supposed to be used guilt is meant for us to um, be pushed into moving forward and being pushed into making different decisions, not to keep you stuck. So if you make a mistake, that's fine. Just learn from it. Mm-hmm. Or like Bob Ross said, happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> not Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put a little tree right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he was cold blooded. Ain't no, you know. <laughs> um, the the next and final one is practice radical self-acceptance and self-care so we've talked about this before radical self-acceptance is the ability to accept yourself for who you truly are without trying to make changes now eventually you will figure out what those changes need to be but at certain point you have to just fully accept yourself and then of course self-care now self-care is not just getting your nails done or something like that self-care in this sense is like really doing the work to make yourself better Mm mm-hmm I think I've talked before about when I talk with my clients about self-care, you have indulgent self-care and then you have functional Mm -hmm. self-care. Indulgent self-care is, of course, go buy yourself something, go on a trip. You know, it's something that you get. Mm -hmm. But functional self-care can be stuff like go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Please, <laughs> you know, men, we talking you. specifically to y'all. <laughs> men, go to the doctor without your woman having to make the appointment. Right. Or you know. brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a self sabotage in itself. You know, you feel something like, oh, my chest been hurting. Uh, yeah, go get that checked out. Mm-hmm. That's exactly before you over here, like, oh, what what they used to say on Sanford and Son when he would I'm right. coming. I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that so much, he really did. Yeah, I'm like, I know. Oh, how would you do that to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you have functional versions and then you have your indulgent versions and you do need both of those. You just have to put them in their appropriate spaces. And self-care can also mean that if so, if you're in therapy, I talk to all of my clients about I'm teaching you the tools, but what are you going to do with it? Now it's time for you to apply them. Mm-hmm. Can we repeat that, please? (laughs) (laughs) For any clients that may be listening, any past or future ones Mm -hmm. that may be listening or people that are considering therapy. We're teaching you the tools. So now how are you going to apply them? You have to apply what we're teaching you in order for you to feel different, be different and see something different in your life. Mm -hmm. Application creates the manifestation. Okay. Okay. Jesse Jackson. Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Those will be for sale. 
eventually in the near future (laughs) that intellectual property has already been claimed thank you (laughs) so as customary we have a quote and the quote goes self-sabotage is when we say we want something and then go about making sure it doesn't happen must be this volume control so okay interns process your notes be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time. <laughs> <laughs>